Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to R slash Pro Revenge, where these kids get some phenomenal revenge on their stepdad when he cheats on their mum. Stepdad cheats on my mum, so we get revenge. I moved in with my mum after her marriage of 25 years with my bio dad was ended. He was a manipulative jerk, but that's another story. Shortly after the divorce, my mum introduced me to her boyfriend at the time, Chris. Now, my mum worked as a correctionals officer at the county jail. The boyfriend was a former inmate, in for a DUI. That should have been the first red flag, but my mum was grieving a long marriage and I didn't want to push the subject. Chris seemed to make her happy and that was enough for me Me, my bro and my sis all moved in with my mum and Chris And we seemed to get along okay Chris and I bonded a bit over our love of video games and all seemed well That is until 2017 Due to Chris's prior DUI, he had to go in regularly for probationary checkups at the courthouse One day, he didn't return and we all got a little worried We then received a phone call from him from texas turns out when he arrived at the courthouse that day he was jumped by the fbi his family from texas was implicated on a number of gang and drug related crimes and due to a situation where he was in a vehicle during a drug handoff he was on the hook as well he ended up agreeing to testify against his family members in exchange for a shorter sentence and he was allowed to be out of prison before the trial soon after the drinking started now obviously because of his dui chris was clearly no stranger to drinking he began to drink more and more to the point where he was consuming half a 24 pack of beer a day chris was a mean drunk he regularly started fights when wasted and while they never got physical he wasn't exactly kind with his words my mum enabled his behavior for several years saying the stress was getting to him from work and from the upcoming trial finally after several years my mum had had enough Chris came home extremely drunk one night and my mum confronted him. She asked if he'd been drinking and when he didn't deny it, she kicked him out. He went to live with a friend temporarily. The next morning, mum asked us to help gather a few of his essentials so that he didn't have to re-enter the home until he was sober. While we were gathering his things, we heard a knock at the front door. We opened it to find Betty, one of Chris's co-workers and someone I went to high school with. She told my mum she had something important to share. After sitting my mum down and telling her not to share where she got the info from, Betty told my mum about how Chris was cheating on my mum with Darla. How he regularly had Darla perform sexual acts in and around his workplace. How Betty had caught them and how Chris told her that if she ever told my mum, he'd fire her. He was the store manager. And finally, how Darla was pregnant. My mum was angry. After the initial shock wore off, she told us to round up all of Chris's things and to dump them outside. We took everything of his out of the house and tossed it all in the alley behind our house. Chris had no reason or ability to return to the house. It was rented with only my mum on the paperwork, so no issues there. In the meantime, she called and confronted him. He confessed to the entire affair and that he was happy Darla was pregnant because that meant he'd finally have a child of his own. 
Mum refused to have more kids. We three were massive strains on her body. She likely wouldn't survive anymore. He refused to apologize for any of his actions. My mum arranged for him to collect his items from the alley with an officer present and he left our lives. So now for the moment we've all been waiting for, the revenge. Now, my mum clearly wanted to dust her hands of him and move on. She was already quite emotional from the whole ordeal and wanted nothing more from him. But my sister, brother and I had other ideas. First, we called his workplace. DQ operates as an independently owned franchise and the owner of this branch owns several branches in the area. He was also a good friend. We informed him of the sexual acts being performed on the premises and he went through the processes of getting chris booted from his position and barred him from any of the branches in the area funnily betty got his position after he left and now runs a tight and clean ship chris no longer had a job or a place to live and so went to live with darla in a town about an hour away we found out that he started working at another dq in that town and informed the owner of that location of the situation It took significantly longer due to there being no current indecent actions occurring there, but eventually he lost that job too. Soon after, Chris began driving around our neighborhood, seemingly stalking my mum and our family, probably because of his job loss. Now, due to the whole situation in Texas, he never had his probation lifted for his DUI and thus still did not have a license. He never had to drive when he lived with us since work was local and we could drive him as needed, but here he was, clearly driving around by himself when he shouldn't be we contacted the police and informed them about darla's vehicle in our neighborhood and that we believed chris was driving it without a license we told them to pull over the vehicle next time they see it as it would likely be chris driving again sure enough a few weeks later we were told that chris indeed was pulled over and sent back to the local jail for driving without a license and while intoxicated the police also did a search of the home he was staying at and found several guns at the premises since he was a felon he was not legally allowed to have weaponry on the premises meaning there was more jail time tacked on by the time his jail time had finished it was just in time for him to be sent back to incarceration in texas for the trial chris's son was born while chris was in prison Dala evidently realized what an absolute butt chris was and cut ties with him while he was in prison During his prison time, Chris started sending tons of letters to my mum, stating how sorry he was, pleading to take him back, and ranting about how it wasn't his fault. This was all in the same letter, mind you. Mum burnt every one of them. We moved on, moving out of states. Chris evidently got out of prison some years ago and now lives in Kansas, struggling and fighting child support, which Darla sued him for. Mum now has a new boyfriend, who treats her right and cares a lot more than Chris ever did. My brother and sister moved on and out and I still live with mum, assisting her with the newly purchased home that we've been renovating. Life's looking okay. I was reminded of this story by a chat with a co-worker about cheetahs and I thought to post it here for others to enjoy. Well, to be honest with you guys, that the first thing that kind of springs to mind or the first reaction I have after, after finishing that story is, wow, Chris was driving around your neighborhood in Darla's car under the influence and with a gun probably as well that that is extremely scary and i'm kind of well i don't know i kind of want to say that it's lucky that you guys weren't affected or harmed or that he didn't find you first i I don't know what else he could have been doing doing that other than trying to look for you and get his own revenge that sounds terrifying so look great revenge and all but genuinely I, i think that could have gone so much worse wow like look i'm all for good revenge stories but by tracking him down and getting him fired again 
which, uh, yeah, I can't argue, is Great Revenge in isolation. That made him come back to the neighborhood and look for you guys, right? You know, and we know what he's like, as I've just said, driving under the influence with a weapon. So, yeah, like, good revenge, but also that could have been a really, really tragic ending. So I'm not entirely sure how I feel about that. Maybe that revenge went too far. Obviously, in the end, it was fine and it was good revenge. But think of the potential consequences. What do you guys think about that? Sometimes does, does revenge go too far? Would it have been fine just, you know, making him lose his job in the neighborhood you're in and by the time he's in Kansas and stuff, just, just leave him to it? That's enough. Because again, you don't want to damage someone to such an extent that they then have nothing to lose anymore. Because I think that's what has kind of happened here. Let me know in the comments down below. That is a, it's a controversial one, but yeah, I reckon that might have been a bit too far just for your own safety. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When your racket with the local cops bites you in the butt internationally. This happened a few years ago when I was serving overseas with the U.S. military. The location I was at was in a poorer area. There's a fair number of panhandlers, a lot of petty crime, and just people doing stupid stuff. Well, one racket that goes on in this area, and apparently in other areas of the country too, is the local cops incentivize reporting vehicles without a date inspection sticker. Apparently, they give these people access to the inspection database if they think the sticker is fake or stolen, which actually does happen. If you drive a motorcycle, one of the things they tell you when you're in process is to keep the sticker in your wallet and not on the vehicle, or else it'll just get peeled off. Anyway, what these people will do if they find a car with an out-of-date sticker, or if they run the plates and find it's out of date, they'll jimmy the door open, steal every single thing out of the car, and leave a note that they've taken it to the police station. The idea is that you show up at the police station to get your stuff, and they force you to pay the fine for an overdue sticker, and then give you a deadline for an inspection, or else you'll get another fine. Well, I came out to my car one morning, and lo and behold, there was a note on my seat saying that all my stuff was at the local police station because my inspection sticker was fake, and I had to go and get it. Now, not only am I late for work, my kid's also going to be late for school because there's no bus and I have to drive her every morning on my way. Also, my inspection sticker is not out of date, so I've got no idea what's going on. Now, here's the thing that was extremely problematic. I put my passport and my wife and kids in the glove box because I was taking them to the base to get some paperwork done. I was also going to grab some paperwork for my wife to apply for a new passport because hers had expired. I'm very forgetful, so I put them in the night before and made sure the car was locked. Yeah, dumb mistake. Anyway, I get to the station, ask them what the heck is going on, and then when I have them look at the inspection documents that the guy had taken, which clearly stated the car had been inspected and was current, they apologized and told me they'd give me my things back and I had to wait there for a second. I asked to file a police report for theft, but they looked at me like I had three heads and told me nothing was stolen even though somebody broke into my car and took my things. This is when a light bulb went off in my head, and this might fall into the unethical category. The guy had taken official US passports, which might be a problem, but probably nothing would come of it since they were turned right into the police. 
However, I asked them where my wife's passport was. They told me that whatever is there is there. I said I needed a police report because I needed to contact the US embassy about a stolen passport and the fact that this police station would know exactly who the person was that stole it because they had dropped off my things that morning. I've never seen someone's attitude change as quickly as that cop's attitude changed. He tried to talk me out of filing a police report, but I was pretty insistent. So I went ahead with the report and then I did contact the embassy and reported the passport stolen and gave them all the information of the police station. And when I got the police report, I emailed it to them as well. I wound up getting a free passport out of it for my trouble. The embassy told me they were going to handle it. And from what I heard, the person who broke into my car actually got arrested and fined and was looking at additional charges because he stole foreign documents. I really would have liked to be a fly on the wall when one of the local cops rolled into wherever he was and told him to come with them. I don't feel bad at all. Hopefully the dude learned his lesson and I didn't have any further issues until I went back home. Okay, guys, look, I'll be completely honest with you. I don't really understand what's just happened there. Um, I, it's not often that this happens, I'll be honest, because a lot of these stories are pretty self-explanatory and the, the revenge is, is, you know, it's kind of makes sense or it's obvious. I don't get it. Why is the fact that, I don't know, maybe I'm just barking up the wrong tree, but for, from my point of view, something is awry or something is unethical because op's wife's passport has already expired i just don't get it right i I don't understand so what happens is they take they take all the stuff hand it to the police then you go to the police to get it back and then they say actually you need a a date of inspection or whatever on your car uh pay for that now so you get a fine you know obviously a bit backwards but yeah that's that's i guess some sort of racketeering with with the local cops However, what is it about OP asking where his wife's passport was that that made this into some form of revenge? What's the difference, I guess I'm trying to say, between his passport and their child's passport being taken and his wife's expired passport being taken? Surely taking any passport at all is illegal or, or handing a passport in, unless he's saying or claiming that his wife's passport wasn't expired. Pretty much, guys, get in the comments down below i don't really know i think i'm missing something here i've looked through the comments and no one has even mentioned it so i'm not entirely sure but you know maybe you let me know in the comments i have another think but that's my initial reaction i don't know what's happened look i get the fact that these are u.s passports and maybe that is the the thing that's illegal here however i don't understand why op has specifically referenced his wife's passport it's got to be it's got to be to do with the fact that it's expired in, in some regard or i don't know i'm missing something perhaps or something's missing from the story but again guys comment down below because uh yeah i'm not entirely sure but an interesting one nonetheless anyway guys that is gonna do it for this one please enlighten me in the comments down below i'll be in the comments as soon as this video and this episode goes live on every platform you can also comment in in the q a section on spotify if you're listening on there so yeah wherever you are let me know let me know i need to i have this burning desire to know what's going on here and clearly i'm missing something or maybe i'm not maybe i'm not missing anything and there's just some information being left out but you guys let me know and uh yeah i'll see you in the comments hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 